1: Welcome to another episode of Secret Artists. My name is Annie McGrath and I'm joined today by inspirational writer and performer Jack Rook. It was very interesting speaking to Jack as he is someone who was drawn to art out of necessity. The process of creating was how he coped with the death of his father at a young age and the subsequent death of his grandmother and best friend who he lost to suicide. We touch upon this in the episode, but I'd recommend you read Jack's book for a more in-depth, funny and moving insight into his experience of grief. On this episode, Jack and I have a light-hearted chat about MIA, carrots, sleep, and lots more. Um, Follow us on Instagram and Twitter to see our artworks, uh, at secretartpod. Hope you enjoy the episode. See you on the other side. Jack is a comedian, author and mental health ambassador who has recently published his debut book, Cheer the Fuck Up, a bold, brilliant and very personal account of his experiences of grief, sexuality, depression and more. He also contributed an essay to the award-winning book, It's Not Okay to Feel Blue and Other Lies, curated by Scarlett Curtis. Jack presented his own BBC Three documentary series, Happy Man, as well as BBC Radio 4 comedy, Good Grief and art special, Mamma Mia. Mama Mia, I guess yeah, is how you're supposed to say it. It, it was a pun. It it's was a, a pun little pun. It was a that's pun. That's good written down, but when I say it out <laughs> loud, I don't know whether to say Mia. No, it's
0: it it Mama Mia. Mama Mia. It, was, it came out the same week as Mama Mia, and we just thought, oh
1: fuck. It's yeah, great. It. We'll, I mean, it's we'll, a great we'll, pun. We'll, well, there'll
0: be a show on Radio 4 <laughs> called Mama um, Mia, which was quite funny.
1: He was also BBC Radio 1's on air expert in bereavement and mental health for the surgery. Last time I saw Jack, we were playing Boggle at Lou Sanders' house and Jack did a drawing of me, which made me think, I want this guy on my podcast.
0: (laughs) Imagine if I did that on purpose, sort of like as a hint, like, oh Annie, get me on the pod. (laughs) What do you think about this gorgeous drawing I've done of you in 25 (laughs) seconds, made up of three lines?
1: It was great. Well, here we are now, so it worked, if that was your plan. (laughs)
0: Um,
1: How are you, Jack?
0: Yeah, I'm okay, thanks. I've got I've got a um a bad chest at the moment. I've just been to the doctors, right. and after this podcast, I will be going to Watford Hospital to oh, no. have blood tests.
1: Are she you... doesn't
0: think it's anything too sinister, but she just wants to do do me a good little MOT type okay. thing. Okay,
1: well, I hope that's all right. I did notice that you um replied to my email at four thirty seven a.m., and I was going to say <laughs> <laughs> everything all right, babe. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I'm my my sleep is all over the place at the moment, so I yeah. sort of, I have like a sleep part one, which is about sort of 11pm to 2am, mm-hmm. then from 2am to sort of 5 or 6am I, I have my working day, and mm-hmm. then I go back to bed at about 5am until about wow. 10.
1: <laughs> it's like a three-act play.
0: It really is, it's like going to see The Inheritance of the Young Vic, it's, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, I'm sorry to hear you. you're having sleep trouble. It's actually taking me a long time to get to sleep these days. I don't know if it's the. I sort think
0: of... sleep is the most precious thing. It's the most precious currency of our times right now. And yeah, no, I just. Um... <laughs> I thought you said cunt.
1: <laughs> currency, is that what you said? <laughs> sleep
0: currency. Sleep is the most
1: precious cant of our time. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> no 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 it, and, and it is that as well it um, is but uh yeah it's horrible when your sleep's messed up mm. It's, but then i think um i really am considering downloading this the the calm app which is some sort of like mindful relaxation thing where harry styles yeah. reads you a story to bed
1: oh really does it have to be harry styles
0: Um, It doesn't have to be Harry Styles, but I think I would do it specifically for (laughs) Harry Styles. Yeah. Just because, not necessarily because it's Harry Styles, but because I think he has a particular sort of lovely, um, you know, like transatlantic um accents like people mm. who are like normally it's like yeah, yeah i was like brought up in la but like my parents are from cambridge and so i sort of speak a bit like this and sometimes yeah. it's like, that i always find like a little bit like it grates on me but it doesn't <laughs> if it's part northern part american if it's like northern english I see. like mel b i think has the most incredible accent in the world because it's mm. like leeds meets like the valley <laughs>
1: <laughs> jack would you consider yourself an artist?
0: well <laughs> <Do> you know <laughs> what no, be shy. i think as a word so look i am somebody whose previous work in the live comedy theater arena has been heavily subsidized by arts council england so technically mm-hmm. yes i am an artist
1: mm-hmm. according
0: to hmrc i am an artist
1: <laughs> that's great that's the sort of validation i think helps you describe as that. you can literally be like they think I, they've given me money to be an, to artist. Be an artist that's literally yeah. my job
0: and also i sort of kind of felt that the word once you try and make sure it doesn't feel like you're using it pretentiously i think yeah. i think it can be quite an empowering word to be an artist and i also think it's because like i cuz i've done a few different sort of things like when i first started performing i was doing like silly stand up poetry very Mm -hmm. much within the sort of spoken word uh, uh, realm, (laughs) arena. And then I sort of started doing like little bits, spots of comedy and doing bits of stand-up. And then I just started doing like hour-long comedy theatre shows. Mm -hmm. And I think um, poetry people would call me a comedian and comedians would call me a theatre maker and then (laughs) theatre makers would probably call me a poet. And so I'm like, well, none of you want me, so I'll just be an artist. none of of, like I don't I never ever no one's ever like oh yeah he's a fellow I'm sort of like um, yeah many strings to your bow well it sounds like I'm boasting there but what I actually mean is I'm so irritating no community will take me (laughs) I
1: don't think that's true um and can you will you take me
0: Annie
1: I'll take you podcaster boy the voice of a generation
0: a a boy who's big and on a podcast so there's a singer called jai paul who Mm -hmm. sort of came out around 10 years ago who was from rainers lane now rainers lane will mean something to myself and also the podcast producer Um, Mm -hmm. As it's sort of in the kind of Northwest London pocket, attaches to the, uh, yep, Stu's going mad for it, loves (laughs) Raiders Lane. Um, It attaches the Piccadilly line with the Metropolitan line. So it's a key junction of transportation in the Northwest London outer Mm -hmm. area. And um, Jay had an album that basically got leaked. It never ever came out but uh, never came out officially. It just sort of came out on a like leaked basis. Every song was leaked over a course of about two years. However, the album art for it also got leaked and there's never been mm-hmm. a proper like, album cover. And the album cover for it is like a homage to his like childhood and Rainer's Lane. It's like a collage with him right in the middle and then there's like loads of things flying all around him. There's like... I think there's like Elton John and then there's somebody in a Watford football t-shirt and then there's like little rabbits and it's like (laughs) a weird sort of collage all about him and yeah and so I thought we would make our own Jaipur um, album cover for ourselves what our album would be and it's got to be quite scandalous so this is an album Mm -hmm. cover that we would make about ourselves it's an album that's never going to be released properly it's only ever going to be leaked and it's dirty okay. and unfinished and it's naughty and all those sort of things that I think you are Annie quite
1: oh stop it um,
0: I don't think you're unfinished I think you're quite fully formed <laughs> yeah. it's, it's a, nice a lot person. of work to be done on <laughs> me <laughs> so yeah I thought I I use an app called Fonto which is a free sort of like digital paint app that you can mm-hmm. use on iPhone and iPad and other tablet devices and um sorry do you work for I them? Thought... <laughs> Yeah, I'm. I'm a shareholder. You're here on sponsor. behalf of Apple. <laughs> um, Android devices do exist, and um, and yeah, and I thought we would make our own collage. That's a homage to our lives, as if it was our mm. debut album cover.
1: Great, I love that idea. Um, I don't have that app, and I went out this morning thinking, oh, we're doing a collage, and, but obviously, no one buys anything in print anymore. So whereas when I was a teenage girl, I'd be cutting things out of magazines on a sort of daily basis, today I actually had to go out and buy a couple of um, glossy mags and um, iNews. So I've got a bit of inspiration. So I've got next to me um, Harper's Bazaar. (gasps) Oh,
0: Harper's Bazaar. Harper's Bazaar is actually quite a weapon. Ooh, L. And then here I've got... I news. Well, no, but I think it's quite cool though because I'll be making a digital collage mm. using the app, and you'll be making one sort of like the old-fashioned way. Yeah. But the only issue is Annie is that you need to have a photo of yourself in the middle. Maybe I didn't. Maybe I. Oh I...
1: yeah, that's a good point. Do you have I'm a photo? Sh- I must yourself? have one. And the other thing I have is a sort of array of old like birthday cards and things which I was going to use that have different sort of quite twee words on like. Like sunshine on a rainy day, friends remind us of how wonderful the world can be. (laughs) Girls just want to have wine.
0: (laughs) Can you write... um, Does your mum
1: have a lot of that sort of thing?
0: (laughs) I feel like every time My mum would have a card that would be like, girls just want to have dutty wine. (laughs) She would just be like, (laughs) okay. I'd be like, mum, that's culture to stop it.
1: I think every card my mum gets from her friends has something to do with what, like, wine. Like, I love pisecco. cooking with wine. Sometimes I even add it to the food. <laughs> it's great
0: stuff. My favourite is the sort of gin explosion of of relative cards. Yeah. Gifts. Things like calm down and have a gin. I yeah. always think gin hypes me up. If I have a gin, I'm going. I'm going to bottle someone. Oh really? <laughs> no i'm joking I i'm a uh, gin gin's does has quite a nice effect on me whiskey can make me terribly aggressive
1: okay no whiskey for you then <laughs>
0: no whiskey for jack <laughs> on the podcast
1: the other thing i have is um i don't know if you're a fan of a moleskin diary but they come oh, with I these little uh diary. stickers <gasps> that say things like holiday dinner and, oh, you uh, get that
0: with di- you don't get that with Moleskin notebooks. I will tell you that for truth. They don't give. Oh really? You get them with no. the
1: diaries, and then sort of little birthday cake stickers that you oh, can. Wow. You can add um, weirdly light bulbs as well. I guess if you have an idea, you can just sort of stick a light bulb in your diary.
0: Well, fantastic! You've got your source material. My source yeah. material is, is all just going to be downloaded off Google Images. To be quite honest with you.
1: Great. So you're going to download a photo of yourself from Google Images.
0: No, I've got a photo of myself, mm-hmm. and, then, and then the rest of the collage is going to be built on Google Images. Jack, yes, I mate.
1: saw on your, um, on your TV show that you were a life model. Oh, no. How was that? <laughs> it was great. Um, I loved the show, but I wondered how the experience of being a life, being model, a life was.
0: model was. Being a life model was. I'm not going to lie. It was one of the worst things I've ever done, personally. <laughs> Professionally and spiritually, quite honestly. Oh no! It was it was hard. I hated being a life model, and I had to then lie on camera that I enjoyed it, so that the narrative of the episode was uplifting. But I fucking hated it. It was horrible. (laughs) They were like, "And how do you feel? Like, has this made you more body confident?" And I was like, "Has it? Fuck! It was horrible." We were in a really cold community theatre space in St Albans, and I've just been drawn, practically naked, yeah, by absolute strangers none of whom i They seemed to... quite
1: nice though. Nice oh they to... were
0: so nice they were really sweet and like some of the drawings I, admittedly i actually did like yeah. but the process of it and the and the, the the expected catharsis that i would supposedly have according to to the producer of the show to yeah. be like oh my god i'm i'm sh- freed from the shackles of Body consciousness, like that, didn't happen. If anything, I went home and was like, "God, I'm fat." <laughs> you didn't feel liberated. No, I did not feel liberated. Meanwhile, oh, I'm
1: sorry to hear
0: that. <laughs> I feel like I feel like everything I've said so far has been a bit of a bummer. You're like, "How are you?" I'm like, "I'm having blood tests." How no, no your show I hated fine. being naked, but I, uh, um,
1: respect your honesty.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I probably um. I wouldn't recommend being a a life drawing model unless you mm. are somebody who is um in tune or I suppose um happy with your naked body which yeah. I think only a f- select few people are completely and I'm not saying that oh my god I hate my body and I want to like mm. never ever be naked in front of anyone it's just more like the act of lying there for four hours whilst being drawn was was just horrible and actually if it had only been like five minutes it might have been better might have been less anxiety inducing yeah it was just going on for so long that my anxiety was just building the whole time
1: oh god but on the same series (laughs) considering um... it was
0: a documentary about depression and anxiety which (laughs) wasn't very
1: good it was really uh, really triggered all that for you yeah (laughs) um you chat to richard gadd and he says the best thing um, for sort of uh, depression and things is writing or singing or painting, and sort of the process of creating is very helpful. If um, to sort of distract you from what's getting you down, would you? Yeah. Would you say yeah, I, art therapy is like important?
0: I would hundred percent agree with Richard Gad there. Yeah. I think I've always found writing as a very good form of sort of catharsis and escape
1: Mm.
0: I think it's like mainly what I try to tell people to engage in if they are feeling really like down um, yeah is to just like free write I really enjoy free writing she's just like she's just like getting a blank microsoft word document here i am with another <laughs> another brand <laughs> or apple pages dot and then um just like writing exactly how you feel and just yeah. getting it all down on paper because it's can't that first
1: it. bit that can be quite intimidating can't it but as soon as you've got something down on the page it's yeah gets easier
0: it's yeah 100 percent
1: I loved your book as well. just finished reading that. Have you in fact oh, really? got it in front of me? Yeah, it was great. Oh, Annie, that's so sweet of you. Oh, loved thanks it. Thanks, mate. Um, I mean, it's very sad as well as being funny. But um, oh, did you so. find the sort of process of writing it? Obviously, it's all about, well, it's not all about grief, but there's lots about sort of coping with the loss of your dad and your best friend and your grandma at such a young age. Was it mm. sort of? cathartic to write or was it equally difficult um to sort of express what had happened that was so personal to you
0: i think um i think at the time when i was writing it i found it incredibly stressful they don't yeah. sort of say how stressful it is to <laughs> to write a whole book <laughs> yeah. it's just like it's such a mammoth task mm-hmm. and i think i thought oh yeah this will just be easy because it was just like i've already done three edinburgh shows worth of material about this so i'll just pop that in a in a document and just edit, edit yeah. out edit out some of the the cruder bits but um,
1: i guess is it stressful knowing that this like a book will exist forever whereas a comedy show even though you're performing it it's yeah it once you've to, done it it's
0: gone yeah basically there's this philosopher, I might say the name wrong, called Anais Nin, And she's like a kind of philosopher slash erotic novelist. Okay. And she said that to write a book is to taste life twice. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I really liked it because it, it, it kind of is that. It's like you've already lived it. And then when you're writing about it and re-going over it or re-going over those moments that are particularly kind yeah. of like emotional standout points that you would put in a sort of memoir about grief like in my mind i wanted the book to be about um to be about i suppose a kind of like coping mechanisms for bereavement and how to be Mm. the friend of somebody who's bereaved but then Mm -hmm. also to be about coping mechanisms for coming out and sexuality and then and and you know really sadly dealing with suicide and and how to be I suppose, really supportive around, like, those quite tricky topics that that can affect people's identity and stability in life. And um, and so to do that, it was slightly, like, it was kind of like tasting those experiences twice because I really went back into my sort of um, bank of, like, weird things that I had written in those free writing things because I save all those documents. So when I was about 15... My, so my dad died at the end of September 2008 and then by the end of October 2008 we had some money left over from his funeral and I was like I really just want a laptop, I just want my own computer. So me and my mum went to Comet in Watford and bought me a refurbished MacBook but like one of the old olden days ones that was like white and, and plastic and like kind of nice. looked like a sort of it could be a Fisher Price toy
1: yeah and
0: um again I shout out to apple shout out to apple again um i basically filled this macbook with like stories that i'd written or mm. like diary entries from those months just after my dad had died or like crap songs that i'd made on garage band about grief that were just like loops of drum samples over and over again and like i was quite creative as a teenager and i had never been that creative pre grief if that makes sense yeah. like i'd never been like oh i'm gonna write or make stuff i i, I was quite an average student at school mm. and i think i just wanted to study like like just do english and drama and then get a job like i was yeah. ne- i never wanted to go to university or anything like that you know that's not that. the
1: trajectory of doing english and
0: drama <laughs> getting a job well, getting a job. Yeah. yeah. So just do English and drama and then get a job. <laughs> oh, I meant A level. Sorry, I was like, oh, I'll just do English A level and drama A level and then I'll probably get a job as like an English and drama teacher, maybe. Yeah. Um, but that's so
1: interesting that you didn't come to art because you thought you were good at it or interested in it. You came to it because you needed it to get
0: through yeah. a situation yeah, in your life. Yeah.
1: Um, big
0: shout out to the arts if you're listening. Big shout out <laughs> to the arts. Rishi Sunak if you're listening. And so then when it came to writing the book, 10, 11 years later, mm. I then just went on this laptop. Like I found it in my mum's like attic and just went through everything. I like, went through all the stuff that I'd written at 15, 16, found all <laughs> the songs that I'd made on Garage Band that were really, really awful. Found Aww. like just these like... Like I'd saved folders of just photos of people, or just like mm-hmm. of just um, people you like knew. A, yeah, yeah. Just like <laughs> I, I was quite, I was unknowingly incredibly creative, yeah. but in like multi in a multidisciplinary way, where I wasn't. I wonder if you'd have come at,
1: to that had you not experienced that grief.
0: I don't think so. I think I would have just become an English and drama teacher. Yeah. I also think it's quite a lonely experience going through going through a bereavement like that as a kid. Mm-hmm. And in my mind, there was a really limited pool, a limited resource pool of like things that I found comforting or helpful. So yeah. when I was writing the book, I was like, I'm going to write this for what I would have wanted at 15, going yeah. through all this shit and sitting on the pre- precipice of being like standing at the precipice, sorry. Of being like, what the fuck do I do with my life? (laughs) Like, how do I try and, like, get over this quite traumatic loss Mm. and not just feel like everything is over? And the truth is, Mm -hmm. like, uh, everything wasn't over. Actually, like, I was incredibly lucky. And you do get through it. I I think as human beings, we always surprise ourselves with how resilient we can be.
1: Yeah. So, how was the other stuff that you did in your TV show? I know one of the things was like cold water swimming and running. Did you find those things helpful or more helpful than life modeling?
0: Yeah, the other things that I got up to on that were were cold water swimming because mm-hmm. the NHS have now put cold water swimming on their like medical agenda uh, as really? a as a treatment for depression and anxiety because the cold water basically releases all these like endorphin rush and makes you feel quite good Mm -hmm. for me personally i absolutely hated every second of it um because i was like i'm in somebody knocking at the door are you knocking at the door what's wrong (laughs) mum my god (laughs) do you need to see to that i I, unfortunately i do because my mom (laughs) needs to come in (laughs) you can keep this in the podcast if you want my mum needs to come in because she needs to get dressed (laughs) keep
1: it keep it all in
0: mum come in
1: do you have any sort of favorite artists
0: i quite like that shrigley bloke and i know that might be quite a sort of basic one to like but i do think he's fab I yeah, like photographers great. more than artists, but I suppose photographers are artists, aren't they? In many ways.
1: Yeah, I would say so.
0: There's a photographer called Barry Lewis, who I absolutely love, Annie, and I will send you some of his work and I encourage people to look at it. He yeah. um he did an amazing collection of yeah. um of photos that he took at Butlin's in the nineteen eighties. Where he was nice. working in the kitchens as like a part-time job in his 20s. Mm-hmm. And they're the most fantastic photographs I've ever seen. But they really like, they remind me of when I used to go to Butlins in the 90s as a kid. They've yeah. got a kind of like, they've kind of got this that sort of British seaside, um, sort of joyous, feel that i think is quite trendy at the moment but like what yeah. he's actually captured and what the that is actually in the photographs like there's one of just a butlin's red coat on the floor in a fetal position like trying to sleep <laughs> just surrounded by like like people it's just like yeah. it's sort of the despair of the the like the, the way you're forced to have fun at the seaside i love i think that that's, sounds great um, great um, he's also done loads of amazing ones. He did also a collection of photos that he took on Miami Beach back in the eighties. Mm. And they're, they're all black and white images, and they're basically just people who've like clearly are the first wave of like steroid addicts. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> they're just like massive big hench blokes, and yeah.
1: Where are you up to then? You've got your, the um, picture of yourself. I've got the photo What's of myself. Th- what are you going to add to a it?
0: A few more things um i'm gonna add i'm right now i'm just trying to find uh mini cheddars to add because i adore mini. in
1: your mum's bedroom or a photo
0: oh no just a photo of (laughs) me i I wish i wish i could have it sort of manifested in itself here but um, that would be
1: good do you think that i I guess (laughs) i guess that's just amazon i was thinking god imagine being able to like
0: search for something on the internet and then it arrives at your house yeah yeah we do actually it's called the amazon what's the amazonification what's this word people are using now oh i don't know if it's pre-1pm i could get something to you by 10 o'clock honey really yeah depending on on the item what do you want
1: (laughs) Um, (laughs) what do you want snack
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah okay i can give you a snack (laughs) should i add condoms to my collage
1: Yeah, I was going to say, actually, I think you should.
0: (laughs) Is it fun doing a collage? Are you upset that it's not painting or are you happy? No, it
1: really takes me back. I'm happy about it, mainly because it's not dirty. So I can just wear clean clothes that I don't mind.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. You know,
1: normally I have to worry about getting paint everywhere.
0: Also. And also
1: it's so nostalgic. Yeah. All I did from the age of 12 to 18 was like cut out photos and bits of magazines and
0: stick them on my wall were you ever like one of those um those sort of people who would cut out different letters from like newspapers like different individual letters and make make like quotes or sort of scary threatening correspondence (laughs) to people like like a sort of psycho serial killer
1: yeah exactly i used to do that with the tv
0: guide all the time as Mm. a child my favorite book was the tv guide a hundred percent Really, because I just used to read it for hours, and I would read absolutely everything about it. I think actually I was quite obsessive over the TV guide. It was uh, I felt like it was mine. Like my mum used to buy it for the whole household, but I'd be like, "No, this is mine," and I'm going to read everything, do the crossword, read the horoscopes, yeah. find out what Mystic Meg is saying at the back, find out what's Talk happening. Mystic in...
1: Meg, whatever happened to her?
0: Uh, she's actually now May Martin.
1: Um, <laughs> Oh my God, I knew it.
0: The wig came off and May (sighs) came out. I'm building my collage now.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I've just, uh, I've got a photo of Eric Cantona. He's my, A, one of my favourite, just sort of famous people. And B, oh, really? He's my biggest crush.
1: Interesting. Were you a Man U
0: fan as a child or now? Not, not at all. To be honest with you, not at all.
1: Was he not Manu? I thought.
0: He yeah, was. he was Manu.
1: Ooh, ah, Cantona lost your knickers and your bra. Did people used to sing that at your school?
0: They used to sing that at me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but you went, did you you went to school in Oxford, right? Near Oxford or in Oxford? I went to
1: school in Northwest London oh, until no. the age of nine. And school, then,
0: what school did
1: you go to? Um, Saint Mary's, a sort of Catholic. Lovely. Primary school. Where? <laughs> in Hampstead. Oh, Hampstead. nice. Great. Yeah. And then, yeah, I went to school in Oxford from nine till, well, all the way, really,
0: 18. <laughs> I always um, have fond memories of Oxford because I wished that I'd gone to a sort of little Oxfordshire parish village school and that yeah. I was just sort of making like pastor collages of Jesus. You know, like you just Ooh. make Jesus out of different pasta shapes and colours. Could you
1: only have done that if you were in Oxford?
0: Just don't think it would have felt as sort of um, kind of English and twee had I not been.
1: Yeah. Well, that's what we should have done today: is um, <laughs> made Jesus out of pasta.
0: <laughs> Jesus out of pasta. We Next can time, do that, come maybe. back on the podcast. I'll and come then. back for part two. Yeah. Right.
1: I'm really regretting of sort of cutting out in between the horns of the moose. And it's proving quite fiddly, and I don't really have the patience. <laughs> that's as far as I've
0: got. Oh, cracking. That? that looks great, Annie. I'm quite excited. Well, that's just a use. photo of a moose. Yeah, but you've <laughs> cut that so well. I would never Thank be able you. to cut that middle section out without completely fucking <laughs> that moose over.
1: No, yeah, well, you would.
0: I'm just adding wow. a Sports Direct mug to my collage.
1: Mm. So, how are you choosing the objects that you're Google imaging? Are they just stuff that's related to your life?
0: Stuff related to my life, stuff that I love.
1: So, Sports Direct condoms, mini cheddars—is that the list? That's, so that's far? basically yeah.
0: That's basically me. Okay, I've just added um. some pesto to mine. Green or the, red? Green. I'm not a red yeah. pesto man, to be honest with you.
1: It just—it doesn't feel like pesto. It's not.
0: It's, no. Yeah. When it's I think too of pesto, much like I think green. Mm,
1: tomato paste.
0: Okay. Let's.
1: Do you own any art,
0: Jack? Um. Do I own any art? I I bought a David Shrigley scarf. Ooh. Um. That has his thumbs up plinth on it. Oh
1: uh, yeah, nice.
0: I have a lovely piece, I think it's called The Hampstead Pond Sad Girls, which yeah. is like a, a a illustrative collage made by a comedian and artist called Eve Delaney, if you're ever familiar yes. with her. Yes, I she's, am
1: familiar with her, yeah.
0: She's fantastic, and I would recommend any listeners to look at her work, because she makes these fantastic she's... part illustrated, part... Collage, sort of like scenes from things. So she's done an amazing one for staff Let's flat. Yeah, yeah. Um, Jamie
1: spoke about that. She when he came on the podcast. Yeah, it's she's, great. Yeah, she's really good.
0: Yeah, she's very talented and actually a very, very, very funny actor as well. Sort of yeah. annoying when somebody's got multi talents like you, Annie. When well, you can like cut you, and stick Jack. and paint, and then also act,
1: have- <laughs> do jokes and cut out a moose head. <laughs> So, uh, um, two viable career options. <laughs> okay, the moose is getting stuck down.
0: Okay, Annie, we yeah. have something quite, quite <laughs> crucial to tell you that has happened. Piss yourself. The app has crashed. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> the app has That's crashed, right. and the app has <laughs> deleted. The app has deleted. The app has crashed, and the app has deleted the collage.
1: If you were working undercover for this uh, (laughs) (laughs) app, you would uh, get sacked. I enjoyed your radio show with M.I.A. That must have been mad to meet one of your heroes.
0: Would you know? She she is very much a visual artist. She um, is she makes all of her own album art. She studied fine art. She was a visual artist before she was a musician. She was actually nominated for the Alternative Turner Prize in two thousand and two. Oh. Yeah, so, so a lot cool. of her stuff. She actually has an art book as well, which is quite good. Um,
1: Amazing. Were you nervous about meeting her?
0: I yeah, I was I was I was cacking it to be honest with you, Annie. Um, <laughs> but she was really nice actually. Yeah,
1: she comes across
0: Nicely, she was. She was quite sweet, and she was very. um, I think she's one of those people because she's seen as being very provocative. Mm. I think um, she is actually just quite warm and normal. She's just sort of like sort of standard, like nice woman in the arts (laughs) (laughs) who just also happens to be Mia, the rapper, and yeah, you know, um. And yeah, she and sounded
1: I, quite sort of normal and like unsanitized, Whereas I think a lot of celebrities are quite careful about what they say. She just seemed quite down to earth. And
0: yeah, I think I think when you get to that level of fame, um, and you've literally like performed at the Grammys with Jay Z and Kanye West, and you're like, I am sort of now forever immortalised as a sort of icon to a, a lot of people, um. I think the only thing you yeah. can do then is just like pursue normality, like what else is there to do like we sort of like you if you've yeah. if you've if you've had a life where you've both been this is what I find really fascinating about her is that like she's had a life where she's both been one of the poorest and one of the richest, like people that you can experience being on the planet, being both mm-hmm. like literally a refugee with no money or ascertainable like um, capital or belongings or whatever and fleeing war to then being like a millionaire in LA who's like yeah. selling loads of records and shows and tours. Like it's such an interesting journey to experience in one lifetime. That yeah. I, I find just her work really fascinating from that angle because mm-hmm. it, it must, of course she doesn't want to be a celebrity If that's the life you've had of coming from nothing, getting everything and then, you know, you're trying to reconcile with both of those experiences, then you are just going to want to be normal. Like you're not, you're going to crave just being like an artist that makes what they want to make rather than being on the red carpet at the Grammys.
1: And who's the inspiration again? Jay. Jay Paul. Jay Paul. Yeah. I hadn't heard of him, but I was listening to him this morning. He's very good.
0: Do you like the song? It's got a great song called B-T-S-T-U.
1: What does that stand for?
0: I actually don't know. I'll Google it. Let me
1: guess. B-T-S-T-U. Be the something.
0: Be the soggiest, toughest (laughs) umbrella. Yeah. Apparently, lots of the tracks were just sort of like random letters. Lots of the tracks are just random letters. That's very annoying. That's probably like when you save a file and you're just like blah, 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 blah. Oh. So it actually stands for Back to Save the Universe.
1: Back to Save the Universe. What else are you going to add to your collage then?
0: Um, I might add an Oyster card.
1: You love Oyster cards,
0: don't you? I bloody love Oyster cards, Annie McGrath.
1: <laughs> yeah, because yours is a sort of Rainer's Lane. Oh no, that's what Jay's is, isn't it? Yeah. Because so gonna... you've got lots of sort of London-based imagery on it. London this.
0: references on it. Yeah, I'm going to do that. Okay, let's... Let's do some cropping. Always good to crop. Wouldn't you agree, Annie?
1: Oh, it's one of my favourite pastimes, cropping. Have you uh, been to any galleries since the lockdown was slightly lifted?
0: I went or Is to... that something you would
1: do anyway?
0: I went to the South London Gallery um oh, nice. in peckham i'm going to be completely honest and transparent and say that i mainly went to have brunch in the cafe there the on-site cafe <laughs>
1: that's the one that's right next to camberwell art college isn't
0: it yeah, yeah 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 and there was this this piece of art piece of work which was just lots of glitter on the floor but like loads of glitter Like, I do think that's become a bit of an art trend now is that I see people just dump something on the floor, but quite a lot of it, and then just sort of let it (laughs) spread. And that's it. Um, Yeah. I think.
1: What do you feel about that?
0: uh, I think each to their own, I suppose. Um, (laughs) Yeah, it's not, it's not my chosen form of art, but I can imagine why it's appealing to some.
1: Yeah, actually, I saw an artist recently who did that. It was a lot of sand on the floor.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it seems a little bit um Maybe that
1: is a new trend.
0: Perhaps it is. I know there was that guy at Goldsmiths a couple of weeks ago who just dumped like 15 tons worth of carrots in a car park of Goldsmiths oh, yeah. art college. Which I would both be like, yeah, that's fantastic and also like get your fucking carrots away.
1: and also just such a waste of carrots surely
0: Well, no they then donated that they were like wonky carrots that got rejected by the 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 carrot people for for selling oh yeah and and then they donated them to a local to local farms oh here we go 29 29 tons of carrots double the amount of carrots i said was dumped by a Spanish Welsh artist Rafael Perez Evans. Oh, I love it. This the, the the combination of <laughs> Spanish Welsh name. Spanish Welsh. Rafael Perez, Perez Rafael Evans. Perez. <laughs>
1: Evans.
0: <laughs> the artist said the vegetables are unwanted and would have made it to supermarket and would not have made it to supermarket shelves and will eventually be collected as animal.
1: feed. There is a um like a sort of Abel and Cole type delivery service that just uses. Um, like wonky vegetables and fruit that would be rejected from supermarkets. Oh
0: really? That's what it's called?
1: My fingers are black from this.
0: That's the sign of good art making. If your fingers are black and blue.
1: Oh, the RSPCA have created a sauna for seals.
0: Too right, and it's about time.
1: <laughs> Can you see that?
0: <laughs> Definitely, just have some seal eyes, maybe.
1: Yeah, that's a good idea. I don't think I'll fit the whole face on, but it's... So this, um, we were just talking about glitter. Did you say that was what the installation was? Yeah. At South London Gallery. Yeah, it was just like This of... article says, sorry, stores banish glitter litter. It's damaging um, the waterways. Maybe... I wonder if that maybe a comment on... Maybe it was a statement
0: on... On, on, yeah, on waterway glitter usage.
1: Maybe. But whilst also just adding to the... <laughs> problem
0: when they have to dispose of the installation okay Annie I think
1: you're nearly done I
0: think I'm nearly done you know
1: great where um
0: what and I've decided to take homage from from an MIA album as well as a Jai Paul album now so MIA has an album called Cala which is one of my favorite albums where she has a photo of her face Right in the centre of the album And it's in like a circle And around the circle yeah. it has the words Fight on, repeated around Colour uh, yeah. is a fantastic album cover People should definitely Google that So I just thought mm-hmm. I'd make my own version of that And so I'm actually going to put My head In that yeah. circle On top of M.I.A.'s body
1: I love that <laughs>
0: Firebrand.
1: Oil or watercolour? Uh, oil. Contemporary art or old masters?
0: Contemporary.
1: Radio or TV?
0: Oh.
1: Radio. <laughs> Portrait or landscape?
0: Square. <laughs> I have to say that because I've made you create a square piece of art.
1: That's true. Boggle or Scrabble? Boggle. Venga <laughs> Boys or M.I.A.?
0: M.I.A. MIA boys. Can
1: you separate the art from the
0: artist? Not if they're a rapist, no. <laughs> that is that is my rule. <laughs> if they're a rapist or a paedophile, no. You're trash and your art needs to be burnt. I don't know. If you've accidentally <laughs> But if you've done
1: some sort of low level. If you're a crime,
0: pickpocketer, then fine. I can still enjoy your fine.
1: work. Okay. Tortured artist or logical cashier?
0: Tortured cashier? No. Um I'll go logical.
1: Talk about or think about art.
0: Think about
1: M Ms or Smarties. Oh,
0: M Ms, crispy or nuts. Crispy, crispy ah. M Ms and and peanuts. But I don't like the ones that are just like chocolate coated. I them
1: really. Before. Yeah. Oh, I think they're the best ones. Wow. Wow. White wine or rosé. Rosé. <laughs> private view or view of privates.
0: <laughs> view of privates.
1: <laughs> Jerry Halliwell or Victoria Beckham.
0: How. Dare you ask me such a divisive question <laughs> at a time of political turmoil in our developed nation? I'm going but, to have to say Geraldine Halliwell. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> Painting from life, landscape, or still life?
0: Uh, still life. Just because it reminds me of that song, still life, still life, still life. Still <laughs> <Still alive. laughs> Still alive. Still alive, still alive. still
1: alive, still alive, still alive, still alive, still alive. Pooing or weeing yourself?
0: Oh, uh, I've done both. Um, and I'm going to stay <laughs> weeing myself. Yeah,
1: correct. Art or tech?
0: Um, art.
1: But you can't say tech. You've had an absolute tech nightmare I today. I know.
0: I really have had a tech nightmare. Tech has made my art in every way, <coughs> actually. Everything has been quite difficult tech wise today.
1: Art or books? Books. Art or food.
0: Oh, art.
1: And is what you do art?
0: That's the great question, isn't it? That's the question.
1: <laughs> that's always the one that people that's, take the longest that's, to answer. That's
0: the, that is the great question. Is what I do art? When will we know? And finally, dicks or pussies? Oh, pussies. I absolutely love it. I think yours is fantastic. I wish I had had the same patience and done an old-fashioned collage like yours. I love the moose head. I love how you've negotiated the trickiness of cutting around the antlers. I (laughs) love the multi-use of different source um, images from different ranges of of, of sources actually there, from from greetings cards to newspapers to glossy mags. And I think... um, I particularly enjoy what's that woman is that Marie Kondo at the bottom there just having a stare yeah
1: Marie Kondo yeah
0: fantastic so (laughs) and there's um, a
1: seal in in the lettering I don't know if you can
0: tell oh wow that's great look for effort I'm gonna give you full marks because you were up this morning you were buying your source material (laughs) you were in there so that's for effort it's 10 out of 10 um What were the other two categories that I'm awarding? Just
1: commitment and then a grade. But commitment, I mean, I I understand if you mark me down because I haven't finished it.
0: You haven't finished it, but but you're going to. So I'm going to give you eight there, eight out of (laughs) ten. Thank you. Am I supposed to be giving you numbers or letters?
1: (laughs) (laughs) We never really decided. Once it's finished, (laughs) I think
0: it's going to be an A star, but right now I'm going to give you an A.
1: Thank you very much. I respect your honesty and I appreciate the
0: feedback. <laughs> but I does need to have a photo of you underneath Tough. Oh, Because yeah. I just okay. think girls but... just want to have Tough Annie is, is enough.
1: Thank you. Right, let me see yours. Okay. So, <laughs> really? this is my collage. It's oh, got wow.
0: a bus stop, a pineapple, a microwave, yeah. some mini cheddars, a colourful jacket because I'm always in a colourful jacket, It's also got a a copy of Grieving for Dummies, the infamous help book. It's got a mug with Philip Schofield's face. It's got Nicki Minaj. It's got a lasagna, which if you read my book, Annie, you'd know I got a lot of lasagnas after my dad passed. It's a real comfort food for me. It's got an NUS card, an oyster card, Eric Cantona, kicking an NUS card and a rainbow. And then it's got MIA, but I've put my face on top.
1: Absolutely. Stunning. I love the mixture of everyday objects from NUS card and Oyster card to, you know, exotic fruits like the pineapple. Like for the example. pineapple. I like There's the also a tiny of...
0: little jar of pesto there. Can you see that on the microwave? Oh,
1: yeah. I like all the food and also the um, symbolic nature of the food you've chosen, the uh, reference to your dad, the reference to the, the book. Um, the self-help book on grief. It's, it's um, it's a lovely combination of things. The rainbow, the sign of hope, at the top of it all, and it's beautiful. Thanks,
0: honey. So I'm gonna
1: give you a ten out of ten. Oh, mate! For both. Thank you. I love it. Thank you. And uh, it's been so nice talking to you. It's been lovely to you. I'm gonna give you a, you a star. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. If you want to see mine and Jack's collages, then check out our Instagram page, at secretartpod. Send us in your collages too. Always love seeing your artworks. Um, remember to check out Jack's radio shows and TV series on BBC iPlayer. Buy his bloody book from one of those bookshops and follow him on social media, at Jack Rook on Twitter and at Jack Dave Rook on Instagram. I'm at Annie McTweet on Twitter and at McGrath.Annie or at McGrath.art for my art Instagram account. Remember to keep supporting the arts in this batshit cray cray time. Uh, Look after yourselves and have a good week. Until next time. Bye. Secret Artists is a Turtle Canyon comedy production for Acast. Music by Alistair Clayton. Quickfire round music by Steve Dunn.